Welcome to Matt Levitt Online, the podcast on all things top line. Matt has helped thousands of solopreneurs grow their businesses from concept to execution. Enjoy the episode. What motivates buyers to buy? Motivation in itself is a key word. Understand a potential customer's motivation and you're one step closer to gaining their business. So what actually motivates a buyer? Let's run through some basic motivators of people and why they buy. The first one, of course, is fear. Everybody understands fear. Fear of missing out on something. Fear of if I don't make a decision right now, uh, this may pass me by. Now, a lot of businesses run sales to create fear. So they're motivated, they understand the motivation of fear and they're motivating people to be motivated to buy based on fear. Uh, a second one is greed. I'll be rewarded if I do make a decision. So the purpose of somebody, for example, in financial services, stock purchasing, uh, getting involved in a, in a commodity or Bitcoin, uh, getting involved in whatever it is that you're selling in your business, greed will motivate some people. Now, there's basically there's six basic ones. Fear and greed are the two biggest ones. That's why I talk about them in the first and second position. And that is the one that motivates people the most. You can almost always get somebody, find out somebody's motivation for wanting to purchase something. In every business that I've been involved in, almost everybody comes down to fear and greed. Now... There is, of course, uh, a few others, and I want to run through them as well. Um, Let's see. Envy. Uh, I must make a decision before my competition. So when you're dealing with organizations that are in a very competitive state, when you're dealing mainly business to business, you're going to find envy work very well. Um, uh, because if I make a decision before my competition, I got one up on them and having a new software program, for example, uh, bringing in a new sales organization, for example, that can get me ahead of the competition, creating a new marketing, uh, ploy of some kind. This is called envy. I must make a decision before my competition. Pride is another one. My decision will make me look smart. Pride. My decision will make me look smart. Now, you're going to find overlapping. Sometimes people are motivated by fear. And at the same time, they're motivated by they want to look good. You're going to find people that are motivated by greed and pride at the same time most often. Greed and pride go hand in hand. My decision will make me look smart. And that's where greed a lot of times comes in. I made this stock move and look what happened to me. I bought it two bucks a share and it went to five bucks a share. Oh, yay me. Motivated by greed and pride. So these are, it's a very interesting thing when you start thinking about and you drill down to somebody's motivations. Shame. If I don't do this, if I don't make this decision, 
I might look stupid. I might look bad. I don't want to look bad in front of my peers, in front of my competition, in front of others. If I don't do this, if I don't make this decision, I might look stupid. My neighbors might think differently or ill of me. People in the car sales business understand these main four that I went through. Fear, greed, envy, pride, and shame. Those, envy, pride, and shame, are important parts of almost any car salesman's mind as they're working to bring people to the closing table to go through the four-square process that they typically do. Envy, pride, and shame. All right, shame. If I don't do this, if I don't make this decision, I'm going to look like an idiot. Nobody wants to do that. And the last one, altruism, it's not really the last one, but it's one of the main big uh, six, altruism, help others by making a smart decision. Your decision positively impacts others. When I was in the business many years ago, I was on the board of a brand new church. There were seven individuals. We started a new church in Nashville, Tennessee, under the um, guidance of the pastor at the time, Pete Wilson. And we had altruism as our number one motivation in my in my mind. Nobody else maybe thought this way, and I didn't really discuss this, but altruism by helping others make a smart decision, your decision positively will impact those people. So your decision will positively impact others. We were flat out motivated by altruism when we started that church. Seven guys, funny, it was all guys, who started the church, and we attracted an audience of people in no time, mainly because of the charismatic atmosphere that we put together and also that Pete carried and brought to the Sunday morning service. So altruism, help others by making a smart decision. Your decision positively impacts others. One, two, three, four, five, six. Fear, greed, envy, pride, shame, altruism are the sixth biggest motivators that you're going to find when you're working through the process of helping people understand making a decision. This is what motivates a buyer. And these core motivators are behind nearly all purchasing decisions by all humans. Now, sometimes, no matter how good you are, some people in some companies are not willing to make a change, no matter what, unless you understand why they are not willing to make that change. And when you understand these motivations, and when you understand why people and what their pain is or their pleasure is, you're going to be able to drill down right into the process of understanding 
what motivates the buyer. Fear of loss, what might be lost, the change may be too difficult uh, for some people to explain or grasp versus staying the same. So it's up to us as independent contractors, as small business owners, as solopreneurs to work with individuals and help them understand, to work with companies and help them understand the difficulty in making the change and the value of doing that is going to be better and it's our job to paint that picture. I've often talked about our our biggest part of rapport is to tell our story and develop a story that's going to be workable around the story of the people that you are working with. Make some modifications and do that. When it pertains to motivation, we have to drill down to communicating what is causing a person not to make the change. And once we understand these motivations and we explain how our product will provide a solution for their problem or our product will provide a solution to help them with their pleasure. So the product, of course, is our offering. The solution is the problem that we're solving. And an exercise for you will be to take your product, list out all the facts, all the features, understand what your facts and features are of your product, then the, uh, then then it's like a Ben Franklin T. Then, you've probably heard of this before, some haven't. The Ben Franklin T is the pros on one side, the cons on the other. Or, in this case, the offering, the value, the facts of what our product brings, whatever your product is, and on the opposite side, the solutions that come about as of the benefit for using the product. Once you understand that and you list those out, features on one side, benefits on the other, physical attributes on one side, and the purpose of why the person purchases what they purchase on the other side. This is going to make a difference. It's going to make a point to engage with your new prospect, with your potential customer, to be able to develop this idea of working through those motivations with them and helping them understand how to solve their problems. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit mattlevittonline.com to sign up for emails and connect on social media for regular how-tos, business commentary, and more. That's mattlevittonline.com.